This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. You're listening to Comedy Central. Coming to you from New York City, the only city in America. It's The Daily Show. Tonight, it's getting wetter all the time. We take in the must. And Sterling K. Brown. This is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. and drying up. A mystery guest will tell us why Elon Musk was sent here from the future and from This Is Us, here to talk about his brand new movie. Sterling K. Brown is joining us on the show, everybody. I cannot wait. So, let's do this. Let's jump straight into today's headlines. All right, before we get into the big stories, let's catch up on a few other things going on in the world. First up, Scotland has just become the first country in the world to make tampons and pads free to anyone who needs them. Yeah. That's amazing. Period products will now be given away in pharmacies and other public buildings, not to mention there are sheep everywhere in Scotland, and those are pretty much just walking tampons, so this is working out. Meanwhile, America will continue its policy, which is that women are welcome to steal all the extra napkins at Starbucks that they need. (laughs) Moving on to some other international news, uh, Australia has learned that its former prime minister had secretly appointed himself to five other government positions without telling anyone. (laughs) This is such a strange story. (laughs) Yeah, because this is one of those scandals that's like, is this a scandal? No, because I'm outraged, but I'm also kind of impressed. <laughs> a politician chose to do extra work and not tell anyone? How dare you? And also, I'm voting for you again! <laughs> but for real, though, that's not how government works, right? You can't just give yourself a job. You have to earn it by having your dad give you the job. Come on! <laughs> There's politics here. In sports news... In sports news, the NBA has announced that for the first time ever, they will not be playing any games on election day and instead will encourage their fans to go and vote. Yeah, I think that's really good. 
I will say, though, not, not to sound cynical, but if the Timberwolves game is what was keeping you from voting, maybe... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think since there's no games on that night, the ESPN commentators, they should cover voting like they cover the NBA. <laughs> you know, just make it super interesting. You just be like, Jeremy Wilkins coming up to the voting booth now. It's his first season voting. He's really... Oh, no, he called it outside the bubble. That's gonna... That's not gonna scan. The refs are not gonna like it at all. Let's see the replay on that one, John. So this is big, the NBA, and they've told all the teams, they've said, hey, all the teams in the NBA, you will not be playing basketball on election day. And the Knicks were like, oh, no, no problem, we don't play basketball every day. That's just what we, what we do. Oh, uh, here's some weird celebrity news. Snoop Dogg is launching a breakfast cereal for kids called Snoop Loops. <laughs> yeah. And you know the cereal's gonna be delicious. <laughs> yeah, because no one knows good cereal like someone who's permanently high, no one. Also, it's about time we got a chill cereal mascot, you know? I like this. Every, every, every cereal mascot is high energy, they're all like coked out. <laughs> now we have one who does not give a damn whether or not we eat his cereal. You know, it's just like, try it today or don't. I get paid either way, bitch. <laughs> By the way, do you, ever, do you ever think about how Snoop has had one of the most amazing careers of all time? Like, this is fantastic, but you have to admit, he's really screwed over all the people who started loving him for his rap. <laughs> you know? I'm glad he's had such a broad career, but you realize there are now parents who are telling their kids, they're like, my favorite gangster rapper is Snoop Dogg. And their kids are like, the cereal guy? <laughs> Martha Stewart's friend? I thought you were cool, Dad. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to the big story of the day. And it's about climate change. The reason why hot in here is now considered a scientific study. Yes, all over the world, governments are steadily taking action to reduce their carbon emissions. In fact, just today, President Biden signed the biggest climate change law in American history. Yeah. It, it does everything. It, it subsidizes electric cars, it funds wind and solar energy, and it changes the name of summer to extra spring. Hopefully, <laughs> Mother Nature falls for that one. And the reason leaders worldwide have taken these steps is because every day we're seeing what the world could look like if climate change gets out of hand. I mean, just look at what's happening in Vegas. You, you know Las Vegas, yeah? The city surrounded by deserts that are filled with buried mobsters, that place? Well, some of those bodies, oh, they're about to come floating back to life. Las Vegas is getting pounded with historic flooding in the wettest monsoon season they've seen in a decade. It's hard to tell this is the famous Las Vegas Strip, but that's Caesar's Palace right there, and that is the Mirage. It's raining inside Planet Hollywood, pouring through the casino light fixtures. Also, right underneath the high roller Ferris wheel. The Las Vegas Strip has been swept by flash flooding. This rain coming down so fast, so heavy. This is video from Las Vegas in a parking garage. It's a downpour right onto the gambling tables. You can see that car struggling to get through the water on a street. Yes, that is a man floating down the Vegas Strip because of the flash flood waters. That guy's a legend. <laughs> He's just like, yeah! Oh, you see that? Las Vegas of all places, is getting flooded. And you know who I blame for this? All the bachelor parties going to those strip clubs being like, make it rain! Look at what you did! I hope you're happy it rained. It rained too much. And if there's one thing we can all agree on, people, it's that we don't want casinos to flood. 
right? Because can you imagine how hard it's going to be to evacuate those gamblers? Ah! The water level is rising, guys! We're going to be drowned any minute! Which is just enough time for a couple more rolls! Come on, baby! Come on! Daddy could use some arm floaties! Come on! So, yes. Las Vegas has been wetter than a butt crack at SoulCycle. But it's not just Vegas. We've seen historic floods recently in St. Louis, in Yellowstone, in Kentucky. And this is the thing to remember about climate change. It's not just gonna make everything a little bit hotter, right? It's gonna make all weather more extreme. The hot will get hotter, the wet will get wetter, the wind will get winder, the, 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 the wet will like swap places with the dry, yeah, and then you, you're gonna think that you're talking to hot, but then the hot will pull off its mask and it'll be like, ha, I'm cold, and you'll be like, ah, but we slept together. <laughs> it's basically science. And you're wondering, you're like, ah, oh, it's a bit of flooding, is it that bad? Well, over in California, things could get even worse than you think. Now to the new warning on climate change. Experts say it's only a matter of time before a mega flood hits California, displacing millions of people. A new study shows that climate change is increasing the likelihood of a cataclysmic flood hitting in the next 50 years. The flood could turn California's lowlands into an inland sea, putting parts of cities such as Sacramento, Fresno, and Los Angeles underwater. It happened in Sacramento in 1861. This is incredible, and I really didn't know much about this. Only 500,000 people lived in the Central Valley. Today, it's 37 million. 30 feet of water in all of Central Valley for weeks. It rained for 43 days, the equivalent of a trillion dollars in today's damage. They say the next one would probably be like a Katrina times five. Oh my God, Katrina times five. That's like 356. <laughs> You carry the K, then the point is it's bad. <laughs> and we can't lose Los Angeles. And that's where America keeps all of its hot people, you know? <laughs> also, no offense, but if I'm caught in a mega flood, the last place and last people I want to be around is a bunch of LA actors. Can you imagine them? It's gonna be like, ah, the flood is wiping away Los Angeles! Okay, I'm gonna try it again, but uh, <laughs> a little more introspective. The flood is wiping away Los Angeles. <laughs> and I never knew my father. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> now, if you're thinking, who cares if America's underwater? I'll just escape to Europe. Well, be my guest. Because you're gonna miss the wet when you get there. In the midst of a historic drought, Europe's rivers are running dry. In Germany, the Rhine has dropped so low, some cargo ships can no longer use it, with devastating effects for Germany's economy. In France, some parts of the Loire can now be crossed on foot. And in the Czech Republic, low water levels have revealed so-called hunger stones, rocks carved centuries ago to give future generations a warning of impending famine. One such stone carried a chilling message from the early 1600s. If you can see me, weep. Yeah, yeah, you hear that? Right now, Europe's drought is so bad that you can walk across some rivers which isn't just bad for the economy and the environment, it also puts people like Moses out of a job. <laughs> yeah, just be like, and now I will part the waters that ye may cry. Yeah, whatever, man, climate change did this for us. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> I also don't know about you, but that hunger stone freaked me out. If you see me weep, <laughs> that's dramatic. I didn't even know they had emo in the 1600s. <laughs> At the same time though, you, 
you've got to wonder about the person who decided to make these stones. No, because think about it. The whole population was starving, right? You've got one guy's like, I'll venture out to find more food. Another guy's like, I will ration our current stores. And there's one dude who's like, give me a hammer and a chisel. <laughs> I'm gonna write a warning to people 500 years from now. Yeah, this is gonna be a good one. When they see, when the water goes down, they're gonna freak out. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> and by the way, not all of those hunger stones are that poetic. Yeah, that one's really like cryptic. It has a vibe. Some of those hum hunger stones, they just tell you direct. Oh shit, you guys are screwed! You see my face, that means you gonna die! Okay, your affairs in order, everybody! You gonna die, and you gonna die, and you gonna die! Oh, you already look dead, brother, you already <laughs> By the way, if somebody sees Stonehenge, you tell him he ain't shit! That dude owes me 20 bucks, bullshit ass stone! Ha <laughs> ha! Y'all dead! That's it for the headlines. But before we go to a break, it is time to check in on the weather forecast with our very own Desi Lydic, everybody. Desi, scary, scary times. So, what's the weather looking like? Ooh, Trevor, I do not have time to do the weather today. My plate is full. I got like a million other things to do. I'm, I'm sorry, what, wait, why are you so busy? Well, look, I, I really admired what that Australian prime minister did, so I decided to give myself several other jobs here at the show. Okay, but Desi, you don't even do the one job I ask you to do, which is the weather. Oh, thanks. <laughs> no, but I can assure you that all of these other jobs are extremely important. Like, I'm the new unlicensed therapist, I'm the screen time monitor, I'm the dry cleaner. By the way, how's that suit feeling? I made it extra dry. Is that what that smell is? Wait, are you on your mark? What? Here, look at me. Okay, look in camera. Look. All right, this shot is all wrong. As the camera supervisor, I have a very high standard, so I'm, just, I'm gonna have to fix you this. Here, I got this, I got this, I got it. What are you doing? All right, that's good. Desi, what, Desi, what are you doing? There we go. Desi. Okay, no, this is good. Trevor, can you just pop up into the shot? No, I'm not, I'm, that's not where I am, I'm down. Yeah, no, just pop up into no, the frame. No, I can't, I can't, what do you mean, what do you mean pop up? I can't, if I pop up, the, the, No, this is what, okay, You must on. come down, you have let to, me, yeah, 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 I'm there, that's, yeah. I got it. There. No, 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 Desi, Desi, no, no. Sorry, I lost you, Trevor. Yeah, I could see that. Just, this was fine oh, before you. Oh, oh, okay. okay. There you go. Yeah. Can you just okay. like crunch down? Okay, no, don't go, don't go lower. Yeah, that's I good. I can't go lower than this. Just a little further. Just, no, Desi, come, just Trevor, come on. just, De can you just find the frame? I can't, I can't do your job too. Yeah. I no, you, you don't have to find my job. De Desi, right just, can you this leave it? it. The, the camera, you, you know what? The oh, camera person good. was doing a great job. And then that's now, De that's, Desi. That's the shot. There it is. That's good. Desi, enough. Desi! Yeah. But Trevor, no, come on. You, you didn't even let me tell you about my favorite job. What you, okay, what's I got a whole other job that I didn't even get to tell you about. Uh, what is that? Well, I was also inspired by Scotland, so I appointed myself as the show's czar of menstrual hygiene. What does that even mean? in the face with, with tampons. Guys, these are gently used. They're gently used. Like new, almost like new. What? 
Did you um, say gently used? Yeah, don't worry about it. You can't just launch tempo. You know what, Desi? You can't. You can't. You can't. Also, this is... I'm Trevor Noah now. So can you just no? Get you can't out be of no. Yeah. No. No. Desi Lydic, everybody. No. Don't don't encourage her. No, no, don't no. encourage her. Don't encourage her. No. Don't encourage her. All right, all right. Don't right. go away. When we don't come back. Away. When we come back, we we're gonna figure, figure out. We're gonna figure, figure out. out. <laughs> we're gonna figure, figure out, out how Elon, how Musk, Elon Musk became. Became. Became the way that so don't go away. You not me. Top thrill two is like no other course. Two 420 foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from zero to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach zero Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight up speed. Let's get it. Top thrill two, the world's tallest and fastest triple launch strata coaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Daily Show. Let's talk about Elon Musk. You know, it feels like every day the richest man in the world is in the news for something. He's buying Twitter, he's not buying Twitter, he's colonizing Mars, he's reinventing travel, and he's on a strict no-sun diet. The point is, he's always doing something. But how did Elon Musk get this way? Well, that's the subject of our latest Daily Showography. What do you think of when you think of the future? Is it space travel? Robots? Trucks with the word cyber in front of them? Whatever your vision, there is one man working to make it a reality. He's part Thomas Edison, part Iron Man, part annoying dude in the group chat, and he's anything but your standard CEO. I changed my title to, to Techno King. Um, and, and by the way, this is a formal SEC filing. It's, I'm legally a formal whatever Techno King. Um, I just did that as kind of like a joke. Yes, he's the Techno King, but as a joke. And soon we'll all be his serfs, but in a funny way. Because while he may be an eccentric, satellite-launching, terminally online billionaire who wants to plug people into computers and build a vast network of underground tunnels, it's not like he's some kind of supervillain. Eventually, you can transform Mars into an Earth-like planet, drop thermonuclear weapons over the poles. Well, maybe a little. So strap in, turn on the autopilot, but keep your hands on the steering wheel in case of pedestrians. Because this is the daily showography of Elon Musk, visionary future man. Elon Musk was born in Pretoria, South Africa in Earth year 1971. His father made a fortune in construction and emerald mining because Africa's resources are like free money for white people. Badly bullied in school, Elon overcame many hardships, although unlike other South African celebrities, he didn't make his childhood into a whole thing. 
By age 10, he was learning to program computers. At 12, he built a video game he called Blastar, which started his lifelong love of inventing things that already exist. Soon after, he left South Africa and made his way to a booming Silicon Valley, where he launched his first company, Zip2, which he eventually sold to Compaq Computer for $305 million. Like so many tech entrepreneurs, he earned his unimaginable wealth by doing something invaluable for society, selling a startup you've never heard of to a company that doesn't exist anymore. Musk's celebrated by buying himself a million-dollar supercar. There are 62 McLarens in the world, and I will own one of them. Yes, Musk was so rich, he could afford to have a midlife crisis while he was still in his 20s. Sadly, his new toy wouldn't last long. I didn't really know how to drive the McLaren because it's like a difficult car to drive. And I floored it and did a lane change and the back wheels broke loose and the car spun around. And, uh, and then we hit the embankment and knocked the car into the air, which continued spinning like a discus, like three feet in the air. That's right. Musk's McLaren crashed worse than Dogecoin after Saturday Night Live. For his next act, Musk created X.com, which would later become PayPal, the app your uncle had to use because Venmo and Cash App won't work on his Nokia. Musk took the money he made from that business and built an empire of cool-ass shit. Rocket ships, electric cars, solar farms, artificial intelligence, neurotechnology, and underground highways, all while dating celebrities and starting a record label to release his own EDM track. Banger, all the more impressive considering Musk had clearly never heard music before. Yes, Elon Musk refuses to stay in his lane, much like a Tesla on autopilot. Now I'm not just changing this by itself. <gasps> Tesla's groundbreaking cars. Loaded for speed! Go! Brought unprecedented power, range, and sexiness to electric vehicles, a market previously reserved for nerds who cared about the environment. And Musk even promised the dream of full self-driving technology. No hands, no feet, nothing. Like promised repeatedly. I'm confident that in less than a year, uh, you'll be able to go from highway on-ramp to highway exit without touching any control. Holy shit, it just ran that red light. I'm quite confident that within three years, the car will be able to take you from point to point. You could be asleep the whole time. Jesus. I think we're basically less than two years away from complete autonomy. Oh, 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 oh shit. Shit, we, we hit that. Cross country from LA to New York by the end of the year, fully autonomous. Extremely confident uh, of achieving full autonomy uh, and, and releasing it to the Tesla customer base uh, next year. But Musk can't stop dreaming big, even when he probably should. Oh my God. Like when SpaceX made history with the world's first reusable rocket technology and then used it to launch the first car into space. Technically the second, if you count Elon Musk's McLaren. Musk's special brand of achievement has won him a totally normal and healthy fan base around the world. But success didn't come easy. He had to overcome a lot of doubters, starting with himself. I don't want to give the impression that I thought Tesla would be successful from the beginning. I actually thought we would fail. We were only a few days from bankruptcy. It was literally two days. It pushed him to the brink. Musk could have gone from being a multi-billionaire all the way down to the very lowest rung of society. Millionaire. But through the years, Musk kept his many ventures going with little more than his can-do attitude. Oh, oh, Jesus, sorry. And billions of dollars in government subsidies. Today, Musk isn't merely the richest man in the world. His net worth is higher than the GDP of most countries. 
Should Musk be a country? Well, he does have a national anthem. But don't worry, it's not like he's got an army or anything. I went to uh, Russia to look at buying um, a refurbished ICBM, which is a very trippy experience. Okay, maybe worry a little. And he's not just great at making money, he's also an expert saving it by paying almost nothing in taxes for three years and then actually nothing in 2018. Of course, there's always haters who like to nitpick Musk's business methods. There are charges of unreported injuries, excessive hours, abusive conditions, injuries on the job, breathing toxic fumes, over a hundred ambulance calls. Uh, I don't think that's correct. Yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I was literally living in the factory. Um, if these, if, if there's like toxic fumes, I'm breathing them. Okay. Exactly. Does Musk seem like a man who is inhaling toxic fumes? But Elon Musk also understands that all work and no play make X-A-12 a dull boy. And like any well-adjusted person, his favorite pastime is spending 12 to 14 hours a day on Twitter. So it made sense when Musk announced that he would buy the social media platform, and even more sense when the deal spun out of control and crashed into an embankment. But Musk doesn't only use Twitter for fun, he uses it to make the world a better place. Or at least promised to. It's where he promised to solve world hunger, end traffic, fight COVID, and fix Flint's water. And when a Thai soccer team was stuck in a cave, Elon even promised to rescue those kids from the guy who rescued them. That's why Musk is such a champion of free speech. If you can't randomly accuse someone who's saving people's lives of being a pedo guy, does civil discourse even exist? Elon Musk is dedicated to building a brighter future for all humanity. It's why he backed the most futuristic presidential candidate of 2020. It's why he's so dedicated to turning every aspect of our lives into a platform for his dumb jokes. From robots to cybernetic implants to AI, to space travel, to unfettered social media, Elon Musk is building a future that humanity only imagined in the movies. And who wouldn't want to live there? Um, you basically have to, have to hate humanity if you don't like that future. And that's why Elon Musk truly is a visionary future man. All right, stay tuned, because when we come back, Sterling K. Brown will be joining me on the show. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The wait is over. The Shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Thank you.
Sterling Show. My guest tonight is Emmy-winning actor and producer Sterling K. Brown. He's here to talk about playing a mega church pastor in his new film, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, which will be in theaters and streaming on Peacock September 2nd. Please welcome Sterling K. Brown. What's going on, brother? No. What's going on? It's man, been a, I'm living my best life. It's been a while, life. man. It's nice to see you. You look, you look like you're living your best life, man. I appreciate it, bro. Yeah. I feel good. I'm trying to grow my hair out like you. I, I see it. It's looking, looking great. Looking like the Black Huey from the Boondocks <laughs> up in this piece. I dig it. I oh, like man. it. Oh, Let, man. Let's talk a little bit about, uh, about the movie. Let's do it. Um, a lot of people know you from This Is Us. Yeah. First of all, before we go into the movie, congratulations. Congratulations on wrapping it up in style because a lot of people were sad that the show ended, sure. but they appreciated that it ended well because there's a lot of pressure. You know, people watch Game of Thrones, they're like, what the hell happened Bruh. there? And people watch, like, no, it can happen. It can happen, it to, can anybody. happen to anybody. Were you a little worried? Did you know it would end well? I knew it was going to end well because he had a plan to end it in six seasons all along from I the see. beginning. I see. Like, the story was complete. He knew where Rebecca was going to be at the uh -huh. end. Like, you knew, like, there's this whole timeline that he had from the beginning of season one of how things were gonna play out. So there was a, a beginning, middle, and end that made me feel secure as an actor. Yeah, okay, I okay, I like that. And, yeah. then, and then you decided, <clears throat> I've done this, mm -hmm. I've cried a lot. I've cried a lot. You, you have cried. There's a lot of Visine up in the, your boy, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's Visine, I feel like you can do it. I can do it, no, but I'm saying to get my eyes back clear. Oh, get them back clear. After okay, I do it, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, I just don't want people to think that no, you're no. like faking it. Shit is real, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. real. Um, and then, and then this movie, I, I was like, wow, Sterling doing, doing comedy now. Okay. No, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I'll tell you why it's amazing. I'll tell you why it's amazing. You tell me, tell me. I'll tell you why it's amazing. I've, I've been lucky enough to meet you in real life. Sure. And you're one of the funniest, most charismatic people I know, but everyone on TV knows you, you're, you're, this, you know, you're stoic. And yeah. You're, you know, you're, and then here you are playing a pasta in, I mean, the movie's ridiculous, it is. It's extremely funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> tell, me, tell me how the project came about. If, when someone, who came up to you and said, you know what, Sterling, I want you to play a pastor of a mega church that's involved in a scandal and is trying to bring it all back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my manager read it first, and then she said, you should check it out. I think uh -huh. it's something you'd like, because I also so like variety and doing something completely different right. than Randall, right? They did a short. You can find a short, Honk for Jesus short, on YouTube. Okay. So I watched the short, and I was like, this shit is hysterical. I would like to do something hysterical. So then I read the script and it's funny and it's also deeper than just being funny yes. too. Because it's like a critique of the church for people who actually love and grew up in these mega churches. Which you did. Which I did, yeah. but also said there's something that can be improved quite possibly. Oh no, definitely. And th this, is some, this is something I always talk about. Anyone yeah. who's grown up in the church knows this. You yeah. know, there, are, there are many um, aspects of religion that have been abused by certain people for their own gain. Yes, sir. You know, so my mom would complain about it. My mom's one, one of the most religious people I've yeah. ever known in my life. I would go to church six or seven times in a weekend. Uh -huh. And my mom would say, we're not going back to that church. And I'll say, why? And she'd be like, well, why, why does that pastor have a Ferrari now? What's going on? Where's the Ferrari coming from? Sure. He doesn't have another job. So where's the Ferrari coming uh -huh. from? I don't see anything in the Bible about Ferraris. You, yeah. you get what I'm saying? I did. And, 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 and so what, what's interesting in this is you're not poking fun at religion. Yeah. You're talking about people who use people's love of religion to make a, a, a buck. That's right. I feel like all human institutions are valuable, whether they're secular yes. or non-secular. You know what I'm saying? There's messages that can be gleaned from them that are important. You take the good 
you leave the rest. I like that. Like you can't find a perfect church. You can't find a perfect government, you know? So that's the way I do. And so I've, my bent is more spiritual than religious at this particular time because I just pick and choose. My mom prays for my immortal soul because she thinks I'm going to hell. <laughs> but we cool. That's, she just does that because she loves me. <laughs> It's a it's a it's a power it's a powerhouse team. You know, it, it, you're playing the pastor. Yeah. You've got Regina Hall, who's playing. You know, the first lady of the church. You she give is, it up for She is one of the funniest human beings who's ever existed. She really is. And then it's produced. I didn't know this until recently. It's produced by Daniel Kaluuya and Jordan, and Jordan Peele. Peele. It's yeah. a powerhouse team. We got a good team. We got a good team. It feels good. So, so talk me through this, because in the clip that we're watching, there, you, you know, you're seeing it, it looks a little bit like a documentary, but the film is, is, is mockumentary style. It's mockumentary style. What happens is the scandal happens before the movie starts, and right. we're trying to figure out what the scandal is. Uh-huh. The pastor and the first lady decided, decide to hire a, mock, or a documentary film crew to sort of chart their ascendance back to prominence, yes. or so they hope. Because the documentary film crew is like, all right, I want to see what's going on with these people and what makes them tick. Whether they get back to their church or not may be secondary yes. to what he hopes that, that they'll use the, the documentary for. How many takes did you, did you have to redo because you were laughing at what Regina was saying? I'm pretty good at not breaking. Really? I'm, Regina? Yeah, I'm pretty good at not breaking. I, I don't know what it is because like, I feel like when an actor is being funny, I don't want to ruin their take. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? So if I break, it's like, Negro, I got to do this over again. (laughs) Right? But if you stay in it and just keep the vibe going and feed them more, you never know what kind of like oxygen their fire needs to like burn even hotter. So that's that's all you're trying to do is just feed the fire. Okay. Okay. So, so do you feel like now? Do you feel like? You have a little bit of like this pasta in you. Do you like, did you pick up some of that 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 mega church swag? I would say so a little bit. He, he likes his clothes. Uh, I, I'm starting to like clothes more. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Your funny story. My son, growing up in the '90s, I used to sag a lot. Like size 36, you know, shorts. <laughs> even though my waist is like a 32. My son now, when he sees me sagging, he's like, Dad, people can see your under. My son's 11. Dad. <laughs> People can see you under and literally comes up to me, pulls my pants up that is so and funny. holds them up at their waist. That it's is crazy. So, it's a generational it's shift. It's a generational shift. So now, you know, people try to put your boy in like tight fit, like this stuff is tight, right? Um, <laughs> but I'm starting to get used to clothes that fit. I came home one day after OJ and I had like some new clothes and my mama said, well, you finally wearing clothes that fit your body. I'm so happy about that. I love that. It made her happy. You also have one of the strongest topless games. You, you take your shirt off in this movie. Yeah. No, no, no. This is like one of those things where you, you just have to give the credit. You, you take your top off in this movie. Namaste. And you are one of the most ripped, not just pastors, but human beings. I was like, wow, Sterling, you've been, you've been, you've been holding out on us. <laughs> You're looking good. I appreciate it, man. I try to take care of myself. That's, that's it, you know what I'm saying? I got an 11-year-old and a 7-year-old, and my, get, my whole plan in life is to be able to play with them as long as I can. I waited a little longer to have these kids. I'm enjoying them so much. They have energy, so you have to have energy to keep up. That's, that's, that's the whole game plan. Man, this yeah. guy over here. Thank you so much for joining me on the show again. Always a Great to see you. Such a funny movie. Funny K. Brown, everybody. Make sure to catch the film. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Thank you, sir. I love that story. Red.
Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Well, that's our show for tonight. But before we go, before we go, remember, remember, today is poll worker recruitment day. And it's especially important this year where poll worker shortages are already leading to closures and long lines. So if you would like to be a poll worker, sign up at the link below and you can do your part to ensure a fair election for all voters. Until next time, uh, stay safe out there. And remember, climate change doesn't mean the end of the planet. It just means the end for us humans. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org.